This is Under Pressure, a medical podcast. Join us with our host, Glenn Clark, as we dive deeper into various wound care, vascular and hyperbaric medicine treatments, and conditions. Each episode features a different medical professional, providing a multidisciplinary approach on ways to properly heal. Welcome to Under Pressure, a medical podcast. I'm Glenn Clark, and I am joined for this episode by Rhonda Connor. Rhonda is the clinical nurse manager, chief compliance officer, infection control officer for Maryland Vascular Specialists. She graduated from the University of Maryland School of Nursing and then finished her Master of Science in Nursing from Walden University. Rhonda, it's so great to see you. Thank you for coming in today. Thank you for having me, Glenn. I have so many questions for you, but I want to just start with the basics, right? You go to nursing school. How did your path lead you to wound care and hyperbarics? I want to have a really fancy answer for this. Yes. But wound care has really good hours. Okay. (laughs) It helps. Yes. (laughs) So that's actually how I got into wound care. Um, I started off in cardiothoracic surgery Uh, moved into radiation oncology. I went back to med surge for a bit and I was ready for a specialty of some sort. I didn't care what it was. um, So I was just looking around um, and I had seen a posting for a wound care position at GBMC. And I interviewed, did a share day and knew from the start that it was going to be a great fit for me. Why was that? Was it just the hours or was there something? (laughs) So the hours were what piqued my interest first, yes. Uh, But in the wound care setting, I found a really good mix of actual hands-on clinic work, also in an outpatient setting. So many times with nurses, when they move to the outpatient setting, they have to give up some of that clinical hands-on work. Um, But wound care has a really good balance um, of both. Wow. Wow, and that, and that really was sort of a passion and, and kind of drove you as you continued in that path. Yes, so I, I started there, um, and I was there for about nine years uh, and just really fell in love with the wound healing process uh, all, as a whole. So let, let, let's talk a little bit about the process, right? And let's start at the beginning. A, a patient comes in. I'm imagining that a wound care patient is a bit apprehensive and might be a bit worked up and not particularly at ease. So in your role, what's important and what do you do to try to ease a patient's nerves the first time you see them? So one of the first things we tell them is that, yes, it's going to heal. And no, it's not the worst we've ever seen. You know, it's really strange. This sounds similar to the conversation we had about your nerves about doing this yes. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, most, most of our patients do. It's the first thing out of their mouths. Is this the worst you've ever seen? And is mm-hmm. this going to heal? And having done this so long we are able to really reassure them that we're going to do this. Um, This is how we're going to do it. Um, We're going to have to figure out a couple things first. We're going to have to order some testing if needed. We're going to have to figure out what's causing the wound, what's causing the wound not to heal, and then figure out how to heal it. Even when it really is the worst one that you've ever seen, you still Well, there there is only one that was the worst (laughs) I've ever seen, so... Um, let, let's go a step further, right? What are the su- some of the most common wound care complications, and what are their signs? So uh, one of the most common complications we have, um, I would say, is uh, swelling just from extra fluid in the legs. Um, 
It's a hurdle that we face with many of our patients, um, and it's part of the education process on the first few visits is that we need to apply compression if needed, we need them to elevate, we need them to um, control their blood sugars and keep pressure off the wounds and take care of it the way that we are recommending. Um, so compliance is a big issue. As far as complications, though, I would say it's possibly infection, possibly their diabetes, um, possibly the swelling, and needing to pull that fluid off. Now, the compliance part of this is, is fascinating to me because you're going to give them the best treatment you possibly can. Yes. But you can't be with them 24-7. It just does not work that way. we got to go Correct. back to that hours thing yes. we were talking about. Yes. Right? It doesn't work that way. Um, what, what does a typical wound care visit entail? So the patient will come in, and I think a lot of them just think we'll check the wound and put something on it and send them on their way. Um, but we do a thorough history on each patient at the first visit, and then we will update it at every visit. So that's medications, that's um, social history, that's medical history, any allergies that they have. And then uh, we'll check vital signs. We'll do a full wound assessment. So we take pictures of every wound. We measure every wound. We put in all of this assessment parameters, drainage, odor, all the nitty-gritty. Um, and then the physician will come in or nurse practitioner, and they will do any procedures that are needed. They will order what treatment they would like for the wound, and then the nurse will come back in and perform that treatment. Part of that treatment also is educating the patient on how to care for the dressing that we're putting on or how to change that dressing themselves during the week. If I could go back, some of the information that you, that you ask, right? I think as, as someone who admittedly is a, a roughly 40-year-old man and doesn't like going to any doctor's office and doesn't like giving anyone any information that I don't think they absolutely need, the question becomes why, right? Yes. I, and, and I admit this. I yes. go to a dentist and they ask me what I do for a living. And the first question I say to myself is, why? Why do you need to know that? What does that? What does this have to do with me being here to see my, my teeth get fixed, right? Yes. So those things that you're telling, why? Why do you need that information? So we do get that question a lot. We'll get that with diabetes and it leaves the door open for more diabetic education. Um, they do get that diabetic education from their primary care doctor or from their endocrinologist already, we can be sort of a reinforcement. It's important to have good blood sugar control in order to heal your wounds. And the reasons are um, because it can affect your circulation. It can, it can affect um, the way an infection heals. It can affect a lot of things with wound healing. We get the question a lot with uh, circulation. We'll want to make sure... Um, that your circulation is good or whether or not you've had vascular testing done, they'll want to know why and we'll have to say this wound is not going to heal without good circulation or it's not going to heal with um, poor venous return because the fluid's going to build up in the legs. So. We're chatting with Rhonda Connor here on Under Pressure, a medical podcast. Um, what, what causes a, a chronic or a hard-to-heal type of wound, Rhonda? So there's many factors. Um, Typically, we would classify a chronic wound at 30 days. We'll see people sooner. We'll see people um, that come in long, later than that. Um, but things that would cause it not to heal, again, are the, the diabetes that isn't controlled. Um, it's swelling in the legs that's not controlled. Infection is a big one. Um, we do have to relieve pressure from 
most wounds. Um, so we need to make sure there's nothing, nothing pushing on them, cutting the circulation off to that area. So it, when, when we talk about these types of wounds, is it a different type of care? Is it just more care, longer-term care? When you're dealing with a chronic wound, is it is it just, hey, we, we do the exact same thing, we just do it more frequently, or is it a different type of care? It's a different type of care for different types of wounds. Okay. Can you yeah. take me through a couple examples? Um, sure. So we'll start with a diabetic foot wound. Um, typically, they are on the bottom of the foot. Um for a diabetic foot wound, a big part of it is making sure their blood sugar is controlled, uh, making sure they're not putting too much pressure on that area or figuring out a way to relieve that pressure. Um, we also need to make sure that their circulation is intact um, in order to heal that wound. Okay. Um, for a venous wound, it's going to be that there is too much fluid typically on the lower leg. So a big part of healing that venous wound is going to be to get that fluid off the leg. Okay. In order to do that, we have to make sure we can compress the leg and we have to make sure their circulation is intact before we can apply compression. Y you say anything past 30 days is chronic, but, but how long could this treatment take depending on the wound. Right. So some people heal in one or two weeks. And sadly, we do have some people that hang on for a really long time. We have a couple people that we've been seeing for close to a year at okay. this point. Um, some of them are doing everything in their power to help the process. Um, some, unfortunately, just do not or they are not able to. And, and that goes back to what we talked about. With un You're not around them 24-7. They yes. have to do all these things they need to do. And, and if you don't, and, and again, it, it's not for shaming, but if, if you don't, or as you said, you can't, it simply might take much longer to heal a wound. Yes. Let's go back to a typical wound for a second. You say you know, maybe one to two weeks, right? But how many visits is that? What is, what is the actual treatment look like? How often am I there? How long am I there? When I'm, you know, let's, let's go through that typical treatment. So that's a question that our patients like to ask too. Yes. How long is this going to take? Oh, I'm and telling <laughs> you right now, Rhonda, if I was in this situation, it would be the first thing I would want to know. Right. So it's hard to say. It, it's hard to say on that first or second visit um, without knowing what the patient is capable of, without knowing what their resources are, without knowing um, all of the other parts of their health history that are important to get a wound to heal. Is there, I mean, boy, I'm trying to come up with a typical, you mentioned a <laughs> diabetic foot, foot wound, yes. right? An average diabetic foot wound, right? What, what might that treatment kind of look like? What might, I know, I know it's different for everyone. And yes. I, I certainly understand that you can't guarantee anything. And we always like to remind everyone that, you know, you, you do need to see a spec. You can't just listen to the podcast. You actually do need to see someone. Um, but what that might that look like for an average diabetic foot wound? I hate to answer this <laughs> <laughs> because I don't ever want to be on the hook at four weeks oh, for I'm, them I'm, to I'm go, telling oh, you. it's been four weeks and you said. This is on behalf of both Rhonda and myself. This is not a <laughs> promise. This is not a guarantee. <laughs> this is simply just sort of a, a spitball average, if yes. you will. Again, I, I can't, it, it is so hard to give a spitball average because some people will come in with a diabetic foot wound that takes up half the foot. Some of them will come in with a diabetic foot wound that's the size of a dime. So it really just, there's no way to say a typical for a diabetic foot wound. Um, we do have parameters that we like to okay. see met. Um, we do like to see 50% healing within four weeks. And our goal at MVS Wound Care is to have 
a wound completely healed at 12 weeks. And that's, okay. that's regardless of the type of wound. Our goal is 12 weeks weeks healing. No matter what. The, yeah. goal, the yes. goal is we want to make sure that we can get everything taken care of within 12 weeks. Yes. Mentioned at the top of our show, we mentioned your education history. Yes. So I want to go back to nursing school, if we can. All right? And I want you to tell me something that you learned during your time in nursing school that throughout your career, you have, it has stayed with you, you go back to it, you, you think about it, you know you do something or say something, anything along those lines that's related to something that you learned during your time in nursing school. I think um, I would share this with most nurses that you would come across, um, but first and foremost, the patient and their well-being is our first priority in every situation. And I think that's something that is special in the nursing profession. I think it's something that most nurses hold very dear to their hearts. And if they are put on the line to decide between one thing or another, they're going to make sure that that patient's best interest is at heart. Is there anyone that, that you know, that's that something, that, was that something that was taught to you by a certain person that, that really kind of drove home to you during your nursing school days? Um, not one person specifically, but we take an, eth- an ethics in um, nursing practice, pra- mm-hmm. practice course um, while we're in nursing school. Um, so it's just kind of reiterated and reinforced. And, and, and when you mention it, I'm assuming what you mean is every situation is different. You can't just go by the book. You can't go back to, hey, I remember reading this or, or had an exam about this, that you have to be prepared for every situation to be unique and, and different. Yes. And I, and I think a lot of it takes a lot of self-reflection as well and okay. uh, reflecting on your morals and beliefs and, and what's truly important and what you believe. And in, 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 in care. And all, at the end yes. of the day, your responsibility is care. Yes. Is there anything that people maybe don't know or, or that you, you sense that people think about wound care that maybe isn't necessarily true? Um, yeah. that you'd like, I'd, I'd love to talk about that. Like what, what do you, maybe you, you tell people what it is that you do for a living and they're like, yes. Oh, this, and you're like, no, 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 no. <laughs> so someone once said to me, um, one of the best ways to end a conversation is to tell them that you're a wound care nurse. <laughs> and it usually goes, what do you do? Oh, I'm a nurse. Oh, oh, what type of nurse nursing do you do? And you say, I do wound care. And they kind of go, Oh, like it, it really has a, um, a stigma of being a um, not appealing type of nursing. Ask any wound care nurse and you will know that they get it. Um, to watch the wound healing process from start to finish is one of the most rewarding things I've been able to see in my nursing career. Um, to start with that patient that comes in and says, is this the worst you've ever seen? And is this going to heal? And we can tell them yes. And then a few weeks later or 12 weeks later, we get to share in that joy with them when it is healed. So did, did you have any of that apprehension when we go back to, again, you, the hours, what drove you here, but did you have any of that apprehension? Like really wound care? That, I, I don't know. Not so much. Um, a lot of different nursing jobs have some element of wound care involved. Mm-hmm. Um, when I worked on a cardiothoracic surgery floor, we had some really complicated dressing changes around cardiac devices. Um, the, these dressings would take about an hour to an hour and a half. I mean, we would have to report off, have someone watch our other patients while we would be in with this patient doing the dressing change. I enjoyed that process. Um, I enjoyed the sterile technique involved with it. Um, I enjoyed the details that were necessary and needed. Um, 
So just from that exposure to wound care, I kind of figured that the specialty of wound care could be a pretty good fit for me. Um, Going into that interview, though, I didn't have any experience with chronic wounds or wound care as a specialty. Okay. Um, So... I mean, I guess that's the but point of the are. interview yeah, right? and but, the yeah. share day and you find out and it's been a great fit. That's wonderful. I, I appreciate, greatly appreciate what it is that you do. Is there anything Thank else you'd you want people to know about what you do about wound care in general? I don't think so. Okay. Well, that's all right then. Okay. <laughs> we can wind things down. Rhonda, kind of really a, a pleasure and a joy chatting with you about what it is that you do, your path. I love the fact that this all started with just looking for the right hours. Yes. <laughs> and it turned in to a true passion for helping people yes. and, and, and in a place that maybe a lot, a lot of other people might say, ah, I, I, I don't know. Yes. So I greatly enjoyed this conversation. Thank you. And me too. Thank you for having me. She is Rhonda Connor. A reminder that if you'd like to find out more about this topic, you can go to mvswoundcare.com in order to get more information. I'm Glenn Clark. This has been Under Pressure, a medical podcast. The information stated on the podcast is for educational purposes only and does not substitute for professional medical advice. We strongly recommend consulting a medical professional or healthcare provider if you are seeking medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment.